0: Entrepreneurs think differently. We despise average. We understand that business is a game and it's either beat the game or be beaten by it. Only uncommon advice can give you what you need to win. Now here's your host, Nate Kennedy. All right, everyone. Welcome back. I'm excited for today's episode for you. I got some cool information I think is going to help you uh, connect the dots in regards to scaling your customer acquisition campaigns without scaling your effort and also making sure that you maximize the dollars that you spend. As your host, Nate Kennedy here, I got to say, number one, I'm excited. The uh, kids are out of school for the summer. So as I can think of is uh, school is out for summer, right? The uh, song just keeps playing in my head over and over, so I'm stoked about that, man. This this weekend, we actually got a uh, 7v7 soccer tournament going on, which I'm super excited about, and then we head out on a two-week vacation in North Carolina to uh, hang out with uh, family and friends and and relax, since it was about a year ago that we moved from North Carolina to San Diego, so going to be a good one, a good couple of weeks hanging out. So what I want to talk about today is how to kill two birds with one stone. So there's two things that you need when you're trying to scale customer acquisition without scaling effort is you need traffic and you need conversions. And if you don't have those two things, a lot of people will go out and just get a bunch of traffic, but they don't have their offer slash conversion stuff set up, or they spend all their time on building their conversion systems and everything else, but they don't know how to get any traffic. So really, you need those two things to work side by side with one another. And now there's a couple guys, there's, there's people out there in the space that will try and do it all themselves there's people in the space that'll basically build all their their sales funnels and conversion processes and then they'll hire an agency to do the traffic and then there's people out there that basically outsource it all and they have a traffic agency and then they have a optimization agency and then what happens from there is there's kind of a disconnect but I'll get into what that is as well so what I want to do is basically work with you and talk about today on how to kind of make sure that you're going down the right path as you're exploring the traffic and conversion for your sales funnel so if you're live with your offer online. You're driving leads and you're driving customers. There might be some good tips and insights in here. Actually, there will be some good tips and insights for you. And then if you're just getting started out, it's going to help you overcome any major roadblocks that you might have when you first get started off. And definitely, you're going to keep more of your money. You're gonna Your bottom line will be improved based on this podcast. How do you like that, right? Proving your bottom line. We haven't got into it yet. So number one is what I want to cover here is So the biggest mistake I find most people make is without eyeballs, as we all know, without eyeballs, you can't get customers. So if you don't have traffic, you can't get customers. But on the flip side of that. So what happens is people instantly try and go get a bunch of traffic and when they instantly try to go get a bunch of traffic and then they don't really have an offer, haven't put the time and energy, they'll go put 90% into traffic and then they'll put 10% into their offer, the thing that's actually converting that traffic. So they'll go ahead and do that, which is kind of unfortunately the wrong way. It's not the egg or the chicken, what came first. We know what comes first in this method that's going to allow you to maximize your marketing dollars and maximize the revenue that you make is if you just take a little bit more time and shift and spend your time more on the front of the offer, really, really dialing in the offer. If you do that first and how you're going to convert people into customers, that's how you do it. You come up with an offer, things that people want. And there's a couple of things that you can do for quick testing, especially in today's social world. So number one is I want you to, if you take one thing away is understand that if you have a great offer, you can get all the traffic that you want. It's your relevant. You can turn on the faucet and just let that thing crank as long as you know exactly who your offer's for and who you need to target with traffic because you know who your offer's for. So with that said... What I want to talk about is a couple quick methods. So one thing you can do is put together like a one-page report and go run some simple ads, spend $100, $50, whatever, and go take your offer messaging, create a simple lead magnet that has all the information and the offer marketing in it that you want and go test it and run some ads to it to see what type of clicks you're getting, what type of engagement getting, what kind of opt-ins you're getting, what kind of feedback you're getting. You could also do some organic posts. You know, let's say you're on Facebook, you got a good following, you can go post over there. Hey, I'm thinking about putting together X. X, Y, and Z. And what you're doing is stating your offer for people and the pains that you're solving and seeing what kind of engagement you get there. If that's within your audience, you can create some posts that are talking about it and see what engagement you get. So there's things that you can do once you have your offer figured out to start testing it. And if you take, yes, it's not zero to 60 in two seconds by any means when you go this route, but I can tell you if you go this route, it's going to be zero to 100 in overnight, really, for you. Actually, that's not any faster in two seconds, but zero to 100, much faster because you have the offer dialed in. So take the time to do this and test it up front with some simple ads, with some simple posting on Facebook, maybe in a groups that you're in, communities you're in. Now don't go into someone else's group of trying to extract people out of it. That's lame. You don't want to be that person. So go out there and, and test that offer out and that messaging because when you do that and you know that you hit a home run. So we recently did this. We've been retooling our offer a little bit, one of our offers. And I went out and I tested it in the market and it just the thing just exploded. I had tested like three, four different things in the marketplace prior to this and it was like crickets. And then I posted this one post and this one offer and it just exploded with the languaging I was using and the presentation of the offer. And now is one of our core pieces that we drive traffic to because I knew going out, if my audience really liked it, I could now go buy eyeballs to put on that offer and bring it in. So drive that home test it. And if you test it up front and you know you have a winner, you're going to be able to scale traffic quicker. Otherwise, what's going to happen is if you don't really test that offer, you're going to go buy traffic. And when you buy traffic and don't have a tested offer, you're going to get flustered, frustrated, and then looking for the next shiny object to get you over the hump until you find something else to do. So just flip your mind on that process and and make that happen. Number two is another thing I want to talk about is once you do though, once you get it dialed in and you get that offer really cranking and you know that it fits exactly who your market is, you know the language you got to use, and then you can start really just cranking traffic. It really is the easy part to scale. There's all kinds of networks. You got Facebook, Google, Instagram. Those are some top ones. YouTube is huge. You know, there's so many. You can get into the native advertising network. So there's just a plethora of networks available for you to get eyeballs on your offer. But if you don't know your offer, you don't really know what network. Now, let me drive a a point home here. Once you have your offer and you go to a network, just like there's so many networks where there's tons of traffic out there, there is also different networks respond. Their traffic responds different to the presentation of the offers. So for example, you might find that on a native advertising, some networks might be really, really good for a webinar or a training class. Others might be really, really good to just go straight to your offer directly. Others might be really, really good for getting the application in or the sales call. For us, we do a sales funnel audit. So our lead page is a sales funnel audit. People fill out name, email, phone number, a little bit about their business, what their big challenge is, and then they put it in. So for us, that type of traffic is in different networks. So some people we can drive directly to the sales funnel audit based on what network we're on. and some networks, we have to drive more into like a training class that then offers the sales funnel audit because we have to build the more rapport and, and flow and the way what they're looking for is more of a relationship as opposed to they're not actively seeking out that information. So what I could recommend you do, once you have your offer dialed in, start with one network start with one network before you move to others. Obviously the two Goliaths in the industry being in the most information and not only Goliaths, but you also have the most information available on how to use those networks are Facebook and Google. So there's a plethora of information out there to help you leverage those networks to get massive amounts of traffic right out of the gate. But I would recommend picking one and sticking to it and really getting that mastered if you're going to do it yourself. So, I'll talk to you a little bit about what's going on from there in regards to if you don't want to do it yourself, what is very very important that you do do to make sure that it's congruent and everything else. So, that is it. So, you got to have the offer, you got to have the traffic, but more importantly, the traffic and the offer have to be talking together. So, I made this mistake many many years ago. I came into a mastermind and I talk about this story often, but I came into this mastermind with like my whole offer all presented, ready to roll my ads, everything else. And quickly the guy in the mastermind had turned around and basically was like, look, man, he goes, you got zero offer. You got zero copy congruence going on between your ad, your offer and your target market. So what can happen is you maybe you'll go out and see someone's ad. You really like their ad. So you figure out how to work your offer around it or your ad around it. Or you go out and you see someone's funnel and you think that that thing, you got to have it, that's working. So you kind of get these piece things together over time. And then it does not actually, it's not congruent and it doesn't work. It's not you. It's not your offer. It's not your ad. So I recommend not doing that stuff. So be authentic with what you're doing. But more importantly is if you have, where I see a big problem, once people finally get to the point where they have a good offer and they have traffic. And now what's really important is when they have an agency involved. So when you get an agency involved, this is the part of two birds in one stone. When you have an agency involved, a lot of agencies are just traffic agencies. And then there's agencies that are just sales funnel development and optimization agencies. And what I have seen over the years, I've been on both ends of those. I've been the guy who's went out and just hired the traffic agency. And then I've been the guy who has hired the development company. And I've been the guy who's done both. So it's one thing that I want to drive home on this is no matter what, if you're doing it yourself or you're outsourcing this, I guess more importantly, if you're outsourcing this stuff, what's really, really important is that you have both of those things talking to each other. So if you have a traffic agency... And then you have an optimization agency. They really, truly need to communicate because when you start scaling traffic, and and this isn't like if you're spending a hundred bucks a day, it is what it is. You're not sending enough traffic to test stuff fast enough, but you are sending enough traffic to get some tests week over week. But what's important is once you start spending 500 a day, a thousand a day, 5,000 a day, and you start scaling your offer and spending more and more money. What's going to happen is your traffic agency and your optimization agency, they have to be in lockstep marching together and knowing what's happening and why it's happening and understanding those numbers. And because if they don't, what's going to happen? If your traffic's down, say you're spending five grand a day and all of a sudden your optimization arm, there's something weird going on. And they don't know or they make a tweak on the backside of that offer and your agency, your traffic agency doesn't know about it and it throws off the pixel and jacks up the pixel. Now, all of a sudden, your ads aren't actually showing that you're getting conversions, which is throwing off all your metrics. And then in turn, maybe vice versa, something happened with the traffic and it's scaling up and then your optimization team, there's something wrong with your pages and the traffic's not coming in. You got to be able to have them communicate effectively because things can go very south Fast. If you don't have those two pieces of the business operating together and walking side by side, communicating on a regular basis and doing that. So, for example, we run the optimization arm for a very large company. And then I also, our team also manages the media team. So we actually have a separate media team. And then my company does all the sales funnel development and optimization, but we meet with that media team on a regular basis. We are talking to them daily and we're meeting with them weekly and covering to make sure that all the systems are in check and things aren't going awry. They know if something pops up and are broken, they notify us right away. If we notice something's broken right away, we notify them and we get it fixed immediately. But we have to because that's an account that we're spending. We're managing over $150,000 a month in media and different stuff that's going on in that account. So you don't want to have a bad day can really swing things south quickly. So you have to be in lockstep. So that's two birds, one stone, your traffic and your conversion and the people that manage that need to be communicating effectively together. Now we have another client where we are the media team and we are the optimization team. So we have a daily meeting on that client and we go through step by step what's happening on all fronts. Once again, they're spending a lot of money on a daily basis. So what we do is we want to make sure that nothing's ever broken. Everything is flowing and we're constantly running split tests and optimization things on the sales funnel to improve conversions. For example, one test we just ran, we launched out of the gate with this new offer. The page was converting at 8%. The landing page was converting at like 8% for an opt-in. And we're like, this is freaking awful. So we couldn't handle it. But what we did is we quickly put in a split test against that page and we went right up to 35% opt-in on cold traffic. So night and day. Now... We were able to do that because we are seeing both sides immediately where if you have a different traffic company, a different optimization company, and they aren't talking, you could have wasted a week of spending money on 8% opt-in rates. You got to be able to see that as fast as possible, which really is a lot of checks and balances, which we help put in place, but that's it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. You got the two things, traffic inversion. You got to get your offer dialed in. You got to get it tested. And then you, once you have it tested, you can really crank up the traffic. And then you can start really kind of putting back-layered optimization pieces in front. and an upcoming episode, I talk about how to double your sales by leveraging the back end. So in one of our upcoming episodes, I think it's possibly eight that we go through that with you. So check that out as well. One last tip, copy congruence. As I did mention previously, but I don't know if I dove deep enough into it. So the way that we actually create our offers is number one is we have our offer, which is the offer at the end. That's the end in mind. We create that. We then create a presentation or a sales system around it. And that offers the big piece, the real long piece, that offer then gets broken down and becomes the real hot points. What's the real benefits and processes that, you know, benefits of them opting in and getting that. So that's going to, we're going to take copy and sell stuff from that to build the landing page. Then, which so the landing page, the opt-in page is a little bit smaller version of the sales page and sales process or presentation. And then the ad is a smaller version of that of the landing page, but it has the exact same message from the moment that client clicks until the moment they buy. So if you can one good tip that you can write down and will save you bukus of cash is if you make sure that the moment they see your ad to the moment they become a paying customer, they have the exact same flow and exact same messaging all the way through in congruency, and that will boost your conversions all the way through. So Hope you found value in this. Appreciate it. Next time I'm going to talk about masterminds and how to 10X revenue on a 50K investment very rapidly. And so we're going to dive into that. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you liked it, give us a review, subscribe, and share it with your friends. So thanks so much. I'm uh, stoked to hear what your big takeaway from this podcast is.